When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. Well, hi again. Welcome to Talking Real Money, the podcast. I'm Don McDonald. Thanks for listening. Sorry to miss you yesterday. It was a holiday. It was a market holiday. We don't do the show on market holidays. One, because I just had a lot of other stuff going on. Now, this week is kind of uh, one of those unique weeks where we won't have as many podcasts because our show that turns into two of the podcasts was preempted last Saturday by a University of Washington basketball game. But we'll be back with you live on Saturday, the 25th of January, where you can call us live at 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. So do do that. Do that. And um, and uh, we're going to do a show for you today. Got a couple things I want to talk about. Then we've got a question sent in and a call called in to 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. You can send questions in, though, at TalkingRealMoney.com. Just use the contact form. And also, don't forget there, uh, I noticed that a lot that there haven't been a lot of views of the videos lately in the past couple of weeks. If you're looking for information on how investing has changed over the years, uh, about how to find an advisor, and that's one of the things we're going to talk about today, uh, about how to generate income in retirement, a little bit about Social Security. We're getting ready to put one together on female financial fundamentals that we'll have up in a couple of weeks. Uh, I've got a couple others that I'm in the process of various processes of working on. So check those out at TalkingRealMoney.com. TalkingRealMoney.com. You can also, if you want specific answers to your questions. The place to get those is to set up an appointment with one of our advisors. And I know what you're thinking. Oh, great. They're going to try and sell me something. No, they're not. They have a commitment from the firm to not high pressure sell anybody. We do not do that. We don't sell products. We don't sell any products. So you can make one of those appointments online at TalkingRealMoney.com. And speaking of not selling products, how do we decide how to help you invest for the investment portion of money management? You know, there's a lot more to it, though, than just that. But we're just going to talk about the investment portion. How do we decide how to invest? If you've listened for any time at all, you know that we try to base our conclusions on reams and years and decades of solid peer-reviewed data. Basically, we do it based on science. And the scientific evidence for most of what the investment community does is scant to non-existent. The bulk of Wall Street, and we just use Wall Street very broadly, Wall Street includes everybody who manages money almost everywhere except for those who base their money management style on science. 
which are few and far between, who are 100% fiduciaries too. They don't sell commissioned products. Uh, Most people, um, and you among them, believe still to this day that there is some skilled person out there, some powerful prognosticator who can pick the right stocks or sector or time the market, get you in, get you out, actively manage your money. But there's no evidence to support that. There's none. And it all starts with a very simple premise. Look it up online. It's called the arithmetic of active investing. Look it up. The Arithmetic of Active Investing. It's a very short paper by Professor William Sharp, who won a Nobel Prize. And the premise is just so basic. In aggregate, you add them all up. Active money managers cannot mathematically outperform the market after fees. They can't do it. They charge more to actively manage than it costs you to just buy the market. You can buy a total stock index, a U.S. total stock index, for less than five one-hundredths of one percent. I'm confident you can't find an active money manager who will work for five one-hundredths of one percent. It's just not going to happen. So the extra fees they charge are going to eat into your returns. Therefore, you can't beat the market. Now, there was a time when I believed that it was possible. I believed, as you or many of you believe, that it was possible to be a better stock picker. I was smarter than everybody else, right? You are too. We're all above average. And I thought if I did enough research, I could pick stocks. If I did enough research, I could pick the mutual fund manager that would be the next Peter Lynch. And Peter Lynch was an aberration. Peter Lynch may have just been lucky. You know, of all the thousands and thousands of money managers, every once in a while, you're going to have one who's going to do it credibly well for no other reason than than sheer luck. Well, why did I tell you all this? Well, there was a press release recently from a company called InvestNet. InvestNet helps small investment advisors, financial advisors manage their money. And and in this press announcement, I think it came out today, 21st, January, they uh, have announced that along with Invesco, which is an actively managed mutual fund company, they have launched seven new portfolios to offer to their advisors who will offer them to you called the active passive portfolios. It's a combination of actively managed funds from Invesco and low cost tax efficient index funds from whomever. Well, <laughs> which is going to do better? Uh, the, the, uh, in the press release, the director of product management at Investnet which is the guy who creates new stuff to sell you, basically, says, quote, this active versus passive debate is age old, but our research continues to show that there are distinct advantages to both. Then show me the research because I haven't seen it. I've heard the argument that actively managed funds are supposed to do better in a down market, but that hasn't happened in reality. 
I've seen multiple studies that show over and over and over again that in aggregate, active fund managers can't beat the market. I've seen multiple studies that show that almost all of the alpha, the outperformance that actively active managers provide to mutual funds, almost all of it to within 1% or less of any advantage can be explained away by simply grading on a curve, by simply adjusting for luck. But if you adjust for luck, two studies, two distinct separate massive database studies found that less than 1% of actively managed mutual funds outperform their benchmark when you adjust for the impact of luck. Because luck enters into everything we do. We often confuse luck with skill. It's a human trait. So they're bringing these things out. Now, what advantage is there to you as a client? Let's say you go to your local 100% fee-only advisor, the little shop there, and they use InvestNet portfolios and they offer them to you under their their tutelage, their management services. Well, they're going to charge you a fee. The manager, the investment advisor is going to charge you a fee. That fee typically is 1% or more. They just, it's, we're in the business. You cannot afford to charge much less than 1% and help people on an ongoing basis manage their money. You just mathematically it doesn't work. I mean, the ro- some robos do it for a half a percent or four-tenths of a percent, but there's no touch to it. It's just, hey, we'll build you a portfolio and we'll rebalance it once in a while. There's not a, a planning aspect to it. There's not a hand-holding asset to it. There, uh, aspect to it. There's not a, uh, they're not helping you manage your financial life. So the cheapest you can do that for is probably somewhere between a half a percent for big portfolios, maybe a little less, to about one for smaller portfolios. So generally speaking, you're going to look at fees of a of one or more. But let's just give them the benefit of the doubt. We're going to call it one. Well, what does InvestNet get? They don't get any of that one. No, that one goes to the person in the office to whom you're talking. InvestNet gets other fees. They're called program fees. They get those from you. Now, this is, I'm not just making this stuff up. This is directly from their form ADV Part 2, which is online at the uh, SEC advisor site, which is advisor, ER, advisorinfo.sec.gov. And their fees for their program fees, depending on what kind of program you're in, and it is a massive confusion, uh, they run for the SMA portfolios, whatever those are, they run between five-tenths of 1% and 1.8%. A lot of half a percent's in there. And then we got some that start at a tenth of a percent for asset allocation programs. But it depends on who the manager is. And it looks to me like you're going to average somewhere in the Let's just give them the lower end of the spectrum and say you're going to be at a half a percent for these. They don't break this one down, how much this one is. But let's say it's a half a percent for argument's sake. Um, 
Then they also offer you back office services, which is where all the stuff is done. Uh, the, the paperwork is generated and all that. And that probably comes in at about 0.1%. Then we've got the actively managed mutual funds from Invesco. And let's say they have a half a percent fee and the non-active, they're two-tenths of a percent. So we'll average that out at about three-tenths of a percent. And you'll notice that when you add 1 to 0.5 to 0.1 to 0.3, even in the best case scenario you can think of, somebody who's being totally fair, you're looking at almost 2% per year in total fees and expenses. That eats returns. So even assuming that the active managers do as well as the market, which in aggregate they don't do, you're down 1% at least over just a uh, regular 1%, well, a little less than 1% because you have uh, mutual fund fees. I'll give you a Vestry example, our firm. Nine-tenths of 1% up to a $1 million. Then a the, the total fee for like a balanced portfolio with us is going to be about three-tenths of 1%. So you're looking at 1.2% compared with 2%. So as you can see, it's hard for you to get ahead unless you're very, very particular about how your money is managed. You need to know, and this is one of the most important questions you can ask, what are my total annual fees and expenses? What are the commissions I'm paying if you're dealing with a non-100% fiduciary advisor? I use that term loosely. What are the surrender fees? That's what you're going to run into with a lot of annuity products. They're going to say, oh, no commission, no fees. You just, oh, you don't pay me anything the insurance company does. No, no, no. Ask what the surrender charge is. That'll tell you what their commission is. You have to be knowledgeable. You have to ask questions. By the way, go to TalkingRealMoney.com. Download our advisor interview form. Watch the video on how to pick a fiduciary advisor. Then you'll go in at least a little bit better armed than you are right now. 855-935-TALK is our phone number. And let's take a phone call. Yes, this is Shane. Hey, we have about $100,000 uh, that... Um, we would like to have some uh, growth from it. Uh, we are older couple um, uh, in our late, uh, late 60s. Um, and we do have, we understand there would be some risk involved. Kind of need to know how to best use it, where to place it, um, so that it will generate some additional uh, income for us. This is such a common question because we're all craving absolutes. Please tell me what to do with my money. That's why it's important to have a really good advisor, as we talked about before. But you got $100,000, and you say you want some growth, but then a little later on, you say you want income. And you say you can handle some risk, but your risk tolerance is critical. It may not be high enough to carry you through a protracted market decline, a precipitous one like we saw in 2008. That was over 50% for just owning the general market. So the first thing you need to do, there, there's always stuff you need to do. 
when you manage your own money. Hate say it. Go, but it's easy. Go to Talking Real Money and take our risk quiz. R I S Q U I Z. Take the risk quiz. It'll give you a rough idea of where you are on the risk scale. And it's funny, most people end up right at right at a 50-50 stock and bond portfolio. 60-40, 70-30, 40-60, but somewhere in that middle ballpark. It's because you put us all together and we end up looking pretty average. So what that would mean is then you go back and find our uh, online. You can find our two fund solution at talkingrealmoney.com. And it that's pretty simple. It's the Vanguard Total World Stock Index Fund combined with the Vanguard Total Bond Market Index Fund in some proportion. Um, I would doubt that that proportion is 100% stocks. I also it doesn't sound to me like you want 100% bonds because they don't pay much. You said you wanted a little growth. Where you're probably going to end up is about 60% stocks, 40% bonds, 50% stocks, 50% bonds, 40% stocks, 60% bonds. In that, that's where I'm guessing you'll end up. But go take the risk quiz. See what your tolerance for risk is. And then go to Vanguard. Go to Vanguard.com. Take a look at the Vanguard Total World Stock Index and the Vanguard Total Bond Market Index. Thanks for the call. Well, this question comes to us from North Dakota. I think that's one of the states where we still need a client. We have a map of all the states where we have clients. I don't think we have one in North Dakota yet, but that's okay. This is a question. Hello. I was wondering what your thoughts were on the Advantis Investors new line of ETFs. They look like they are using a DFA style approach to their funds. They have an offering for the following asset classes. U.S. large cap blend, which is growth and value. U.S. small cap value, international large cap blend, international small cap value, and emerging markets. Are these good selections for do-it-yourself investors that want to have exposure to those asset classes? Thanks for your comments, Ben. Well, Ben, my guess is they will be. We are looking at them. We have been active because as an independent advisor, we can get our investments from anyone. And we're certainly talking to Advantis. Advantis was founded by the folks at American Century Funds in Kansas City. The man put in charge of Advantis is Edward Repetto, who was uh, the CEO of Dimensional Funds, co-CEO or something way up there at dimensional funds. So yeah, they're going to look a lot like dimensional funds, but we still haven't made a call yet. There's still information we want. This is a brand new line and we never feel comfortable jumping anything. And we never feel comfortable jumping into anything that is brand new. As a matter of fact, we're still not 100% comfortable with some of the things that could happen to ETFs. So, I mean, that's, how, that's how, how careful we are. ETFs are pretty much the norm for a lot of people. And we're still going, yeah, but what about flash crashes? I mean, we're, we're comfortable enough with them. 
But uh, these things could be great. They really could. And we are going to consider them as part of our portfolios. It is something that we feel we have a fiduciary responsibility to our clients to do and to all of you. So keep listening. Right now, my initial impression is a good one. I just haven't done all the due diligence I'd like to do before I'm comfortable suggesting them regularly. But thank you very much for the question. And remember, you can send questions to the podcast two ways. You can either go to TalkingRealMoney.com and go to the contact form and submit it that way. Or the other easy way is to just call 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. Use that number, though, only if you have a question that can be answered on the podcast. Remember, we're going to answer those on the podcast. If you want to spend some time going over things with someone, discussing it, trying to, to wanting to ask questions, some give and take, then you need to go the other route. Go to TalkingRealMoney.com and set up an appointment, an online appointment, a phone appointment, a video appointment, an in-person appointment if you're in the Seattle area with one of our advisors. And again, here's my promise to you. You will not be sold anything. All right? And then one more real quick before we get out of here, only because it's a follow-up on a previous podcast. And uh, this one is, uh, quote, from your British friend. And he starts out going, wait a minute, wait a minute. He spelled it Wade. Wait a minute, wait a minute. In podcast 315, mention was made of my diversified portfolio, which had an African fund included. And so it does at 2% of the total. Most of the shares in it are quoted on the South African Johannesburg stock market. Additional similar percentages are from India, Russia, and Latin America. Yes, more expensive, all just below 1% in fees. The trouble with the big mega block worldwide index, such as Vanguard Global All Cap Funds, is uh, are that the smaller market slash countries are squeezed out, and the big companies in the big countries unduly predominate. That is absolutely true. All of this similar to the situation with small caps, which only have marginal impact in a global all cap index fund. Hence, Paul Merriman and now yourself advocating adding small cap value to correct for their underrepresentation. However, now that my pension fund will have my small company scheme transferred in, I will sell and simplify, keeping only the Vanguard All Cap and the Emerging Markets Index Fund, but will buy small cap value ETFs for UK, Europe, and US. Can't find any funds, only ETFs for these here, which is fine. Um, and then best regards from London, England. <laughs> and you, but you, you see, you just said, I don't have enough small markets, but you do. If you have an emerging markets fund, you've got that overweighting to emerging markets. And that's what we want. If we build a portfolio for you, if we were to build a portfolio with you, we would overweight small cap. We would overweight value. We would add in emerging markets. We would even add in micro cap funds. So, but we would not go out and try to buy India, Africa, etc. We were, believe me, we weren't being hypercritical. We we agree with your basic concept. Just don't need all the the added baggage and those one almost one percent fees. They eat up when you look 
at the numbers going back, they eat up a large percentage of the advantage, the risk advantage that those funds give you. Thank you all for being a part of the podcast. Again, I beg you, be, beseech you, I beseecheth thee, tell friends about the podcast. Go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe or click the little heart button on Spotify and uh, send in your questions either to TalkingRealMoney.com or call 855-935-TALK. And by the way, we will have a live show Saturday the 25th, so you can call in your questions between 3 and 5 p.m. Eastern time in the U.S. or noon to 2 Pacific time to that same number, 855-935-TALK. Doesn't that make it easy? Thanks for being there. I'm Don McDonald. Talking Real Money. That the information provided on Talking Real Money is for educational and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately and consistently predict the future. So, past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. Are we done now?